Coming up, we'll run you through everything that happened on an eventful first day at the PRI show in Indianapolis. Let's go. Today is Friday, December 10th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Day one of the PRI show in Indy is complete, and honestly, there was way more news that came out of the day than I initially expected that there would be. We knew we'd hear about some schedules and that maybe a few other small things would happen, but that was definitely not the case, and it sounds like we're not done. So today on the show this morning, I'm going to run you through all of the little bits that came out through the day so you're up to speed on all of the news. First, we've been talking a lot about money and late models, and the XR slate of races had some alterations that were announced yesterday. First, instead of eight super late model features at Bristol in the spring, they have cut it down to four 50,000 to win shows. Accelerated cited equipment costs and parts shortages for the teams as reasons why they made the change. The Bristol Points Fund remains unchanged. The Colossal 100 event at the Charlotte Dirt Track is adding two more super late model features to bring the event total to four. The first three races will be 25K to win, and the Saturday finale is 50 grand to win. That event is happening in May. And then the final part of the announcement is the addition of a new three-day event at Alltech Raceway in Florida. December 1st through the 3rd, the first two nights are 10K to win with the finale being at 50,000 to win. The intriguing part of that event at Alltech, though, is it's scheduled directly up against the 2022 Gateway Dirt Nationals at the Dome. That feels like a direct shot across the bow for Gateway's promoter, Cody Summer. But to make that situation even more interesting is apparently the future of the Dome is in question. Area businessman Bob Clark is working on a plan to reimagine the convention center area around the Dome, and his plan would see the Dome demolished in the near future. If that plan goes through, there might not be a Dome to even race in. This is a situation worth keeping an eye on in the coming months. In other late model news from the day, a group of officials from several series met and agreed upon a new set of unifying late model rules, which includes the infamous drop rule, a uniform minimum weight of 2,350 pounds, common tire sizes and body skew measurements, a standard decking rule, and then all series will allow plastic quarter panels on the right side of the cars. The group also talked about a sport-wide common tire rule, that was basically shelved for 2022 with hopes of things advancing for 2023. Amongst the series involved were the Outlaws, Lucas, Dirt Car, the Southern All-Stars, Iron Man, Oliver Ray Cook's series, the MLRA, the Comp Cams Super Dirt series, the Ultimate Southeast Late Models, and the Flow Racing Night in America series. In a story at Dirt on Dirt, officials talked about the need for competitors to be able to take the same car basically anywhere in the country and be legal. Hopefully, uh, hopefully make things easier and cheaper for everyone involved. If you want more details, find Todd Turner's piece at DirtOnDirt.com. In some late model driver news, we got some clarity on several drivers who will compete full-time with the World of Outlaws next season. We already knew about Max Blair and Kyle Hammer joining the tour, but we found out four more uh, confirmations yesterday. The newly announced duel of Josh Richards and Boom Briggs will be full-time with the Outlaws next season. Briggs was a regular with the Outlaws in 2021, and Richards, who's a four-time series champion and the winningest Outlaw driver ever, returns full-time for the first time since 2016. 
From 2017 through 2021, Richards had been a regular with the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. He competed with Best Performance Motorsports and Clint Boyer Racing. Series officials also confirmed the addition of Gordy Gundaker, and it appears as though Brandon Shepard will be back in 2022. In a previous interview, Rocket team owner Mark Richards had been non-committal about the Rocket house car's future, but a tweet from the Outlaws mentioning Richards and Shepard racing together next season seems to confirm that Rocket will be back with the series in 2022. Speaking of full-time World of Outlaws drivers, regulars with both the sprint cars and late models will have an even bigger pool of money to earn next season. World Racing Group announced a nearly million-dollar bonus program for full-time team uh, teams next year that will see the top 12 series regulars in each race earn an additional uh, bonus money. The highest finisher will earn $1,000 with the payout stepping down through the field. The 5th through 12th highest finishers will each get an additional $500. This guarantees at least an additional $40,000 total for sprint car competitors over the year and $25,000 for late model competitors. And all this money is in addition to the larger points fund payout for both series next season. Drivers and teams across the landscape of dirt racing have been asking for a bigger piece of the pie, and it seems as though organizations are finding ways to try to make that happen. Definitely big news for the outlaw teams and drivers. In the open wheel ranks, there were several news items through the course of the day, a few involving Tony Stewart racing. First, in an interview, Donnie Schatz said the TSR 14 team that had been shared in 2022 between Tony Stewart and mostly Kerry Madsen is probably not going to run next season. Stewart recently started an NHRA program, and it sounds like a lot of his focus is on building that up right now. So knowing that, it would make sense that crew chief Ricky Warner was spotted rocking around PRI with driver Rico Abreu. Word from Sprint Car Unlimited's Jeremy Elliott is that Warner and Rico are going to work together next season. If you're a Rico fan, that is absolutely great news. Warner is an all-timer when it comes to wrenching on sprint cars, and that could be a huge boost to Rico's program next season. And with the 14 not running, that means Kerry Madsen is looking for a ride, which is a shame because he and that 14 team were so fast last season. In limited starts, Madsen had three outlaw wins and two all-star victories. Speed Sports Kyle McFadden tweeted that Madsen is finalizing plans with a new team for next season, so hopefully we hear about that soon. And as promised, USAC released the 2022 National Sprint Car and National Midget schedules. The Sprint Car schedule starts February 17th at Bubba Raceway Park in Florida and ends November 5th at Paris Auto Speedway in California, with 51 races in 10 states along the way. The big notable absence seems to be the Knoxville race that has paid pretty big money in recent seasons. But we still get Indiana Sprint Week, Eastern Storm, and kind of all of your traditional favorites. For the USAC Midgets, they will also kick off 2022 in Florida in February, and they will end at Ventura for Turkey Night on November 26th. The schedule has 38 total races, and right now the biggest question mark is the BC39 at Indy. It's on the calendar, but without a date, so hopefully that gets worked out soon. The one complaint I saw about the Midget schedule is no Eastern Swing through Pennsylvania. But as I said before, there's no way to make everyone happy with these schedule releases. It's just kind of the nature of the beast with the way these Promotion agreements work, what events make money, which events don't make money, uh, and kind of the rotational nature of these schedules. Both of those USAC schedules can be found at usacracing.com, and we should get the Silver Crown slate of races later on today. So that was Thursday at PRI. All, obviously, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of news that came out that I think a lot of us weren't expecting. And it sounds like more is coming out of the show today. There were some cryptic tweets from some World Racing Group folks 
and rumors of a big announcement today. So stay tuned for what that could possibly be. If it really is monumental, we may have to do an emergency episode either later today or maybe tomorrow to talk about it. I'll keep you posted if that's something we might do depending on the news. If you didn't see it yesterday, make sure to check out the new Conversations episode with ASCS owner Terry Maddox. We talked a bunch of different topics, including setting schedules, being a young series owner, and more. You can find that episode in the podcast feed and on the YouTube channel. There are five items on today's streaming schedule, including USAC Live at PRI, Superstocks at Nelson Speedway, Sprint Cars at Western Springs, both of those tracks in New Zealand, and Flow 24-7. All of those are happening at Flow Racing. MAV-TV Plus will have live coverage of the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Championship Banquet tonight. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. If we don't talk again, hope you have a good Friday and a good weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll either see you later today, tomorrow, or on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.